Welcome to Life Word, a word that gives life by Apostle Emmanuel Apenin, the senior pastor of Word Life Church, an anointed preacher and teacher of God's Word whose ministry has blessed many for over 20 years. We pray that you are mightily blessed and encouraged by today's message. Please stay tuned. Let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning. I submit myself to the power of your word, the mystery of your word, and to the profit of your word. That this morning, anyone here who has come with doubt will live here with belief in your name. That all things are possible because of our faith in you. We cancel every oppression. We cancel every debt. We cancel everything that works against us by the blood and by the effect of the word we honor you in jesus name amen and i'm preaching a message on having a mind for exploits having a mind for exploits having a mind for exploits your mind is the most important aspect of you because even twins have different mindsets Identical twins think differently. What separates one person from another is the way you think. You can be very beautiful, but if you don't think in a certain way, your beauty will not make an impact. Can I have an amen? You can be very hardworking, but if your mind does not work in a certain way, you cannot do well. That is why People who are more educated are paid more than people who are less educated. So, for example, if you use only your strength, you have less pay than somebody who is using his mind. And so, when you are going to look for a job, they look at your educational background and put you where you belong. So, your mind is very, very important in your Christian life. The reason why when you get born again, you don't go to heaven quickly is that God wants to work on your mind. Because when you are born again, your spirit is born again, but your body and your mind is not born again. Hello? Am I talking to somebody? I want to teach you so you can understand. When people are very confused. They say, why am I born again? But I don't know what is happening to me. When you are born again, your spirit is renewed after the image of God because God is spirit. But your body is not born again and your mind is not born again. So people say, well, I'm born again, but I don't know whether I'm born again or not because your mind speaks, your spirit speaks, and your body speaks. So, for example, when you are worshipping, you are worshipping with your spirit. When you are thinking, you are thinking with your mind. When you want to wee wee, your body is speaking. And that is why when you have to stop, you have to rush at a very tough speed to go and wee because your body is saying that if you don't hurry up, I will disgrace you. Hello. So your body speaks to you and says, Look, where I have reached. And those of us who are young, we need to be very grateful. As you grow, you realize that some elderly people wear pampers because as you grow, your body even doesn't tell you it's coming. As you grow at a certain point, you realize that as you are moving, you just realize that 
whatever wants to come, wants to come. But when you are young, you have strong tissues and things to work through your system. And a lot of things that are happening in the Christian life is because people think that when you get born again, your mind must stop working and only your spirit. Even the spirit has a mind. For the Bible says that we have the mind of the spirit. So even in the spirit, if you don't think in a certain way, you cannot receive certain things from God. And for this man, I want to deal with your mind because I have seen many Christians who are very surprised things are not working for them. And it is not that God is not working. Their mind is not working correctly. Look at the person beside and say, Brother, I'm not disturbing you. I know you are correct. But ask him, but are you sure your mind is working correctly in the Lord? What is he saying? Give the Lord some praise. Some questions are not pleasant, but they help you. I want you to turn your Bible with me to John chapter 14, verse 12. And then we'll read Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And then we'll read Philippians chapter 2, 4 to 11. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go to the Father. Jesus said that he that believes in me, the works that I do shall he do. And greater works than this shall he do because I go to my father. So if Jesus says I can do greater works than what he did. How can I be able to do it? I cannot be able to do it if I think the normal way I'm thinking. Unless I change my mind to believe that what Jesus is saying can be done. It cannot be done. Recently I saw it. 120 20 days fasting and prayer. I said, even Jesus went 40. So what are you looking for? 120. Now, 120, there's nothing but the question I ask myself, what are you looking for? It's good. But it appears to me that only prayer and fasting is not the situation. It's not what will bring the solution. After prayer and fasting, you must know what God wants to do. And how do you know it? You know it with your mind. Almost all the things you see here came from somebody's mind. Fifteen years ago, you go to school so that they will work on your mind. That's all. Romans chapter 12 verse 2. In verse 1, it says, I beseech you, brethren, by the message of God that you prevent your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, holy and acceptable unto God. That is good. So you can do all the things you have to do. I mean, you serve the Lord, you walk with Him, you make sure you are working with Him righteously. But He said, and, and means that the first one is good, but you must add this one. And be ye transformed. Because I have seen very righteous people, and if you look at what they are going through, it's not because God has deserted them. The problem is that they don't know what God wants to do. So be it transformed. The word transform means that change totally to a point where somebody cannot even know where you are coming from. When I say you have been transformed, please, I'm not talking about change. Transformation is different from change. Transformation is a radical change. Where somebody who knew you one year ago cannot be able to determine how you became changed. That is why 
when they saw the disciples who were preaching, they were shocked because they were fishermen. By the time Jesus left, they had been transformed. Their minds have changed from being fishermen to be transformers of men. Yeah, can say Bible say ube Christonia is a self dream. In Sakraya is Nyame aye nyame nyina wie nemu wo na wo hu kwan a wo be fa so aye onema Many people do a lot of things for God and they feel that God has deserted them it's not that it's because they don't know how to live their lives This morning may the Lord help you Write this things that what you think determines what you say What you think Obia o unse what you think determines what you say. So, for example, if you see two people fighting and you want to separate him, and one of them tells you that if you are not sure, you two, I will beat you. You should realize that his mind is not working correctly. I'm explaining things to you. What you think determines what you say. And I say it all the time. Every teacher, after he has finished teaching, the question he asks is that, do you understand? Is that not so? And all of them say they do what? Especially in class one. After class one, everybody understands. Class one, some can get up from their seat and say, say, say. And come and stand on the teacher's table. They say, say, call me. He will tell you to call him. <laughs> and yet, when you ask him of the answer, what he will tell you, you rather vanish into the sea. They are just excited to answer. That is why we do examination. What is examination? Those of us who have been lecturers know examination just determines the way you think. That's what the teacher wants to know. After he has taught you, he wants to find out whether your thinking is in line. That is why when we do exams, we have what we call marking scheme. The marking scheme tells you how the teacher is thinking you should bring your results. So the difference between what you are bringing and the more closer you are the more you get an A and the more you become first the further you are from there the more you are failing how many of you understand my message you see I want to explain to you how you can you can make your Christian life fruitful and I've been saying it people know you are Christian fine but they are tired of what you say they want to see something in your life they want to see something that tells them that this God that you serve I want to be part of it by what God is doing in your life. If you start talking with me for some time, so for a year continuously, by the time you realize you are thinking the way I think and you are speaking the way I speak. Recently, somebody called me from the US and when I was speaking, he said, look, I hear your father's voice. That's what I hear. Because when you stay with somebody for a very long time, you speak like the person the way you conduct yourself like the person. That's what they say. You can never be better than your lecturer until you have learned what he has taught you. After you have learned what he has taught you, then you can develop above him. But if you don't do
do what he has told you to do, it's difficult for you to be like him and rise above him. Number two, what you say determines what you do. So what you think determines what you say and what you say determines what you do. Sanya wujenu, sana ukasa. Sanya ukasa no sana uye. What you think determines what you say. What you say determines what you do. So all that you do, whether in your business, whether in your work with God, whether in your faith, for example, I'm, and I'm developing that to that point where you get it, how you can see a problem and say, I can make it and you can do it. Because the Bible said, I can do all. How many things? How can you do all things? You can do all things when your thinking changes. Otherwise, you'll be saying it, but if you say something that is in various with what your mind wants to do, you'll be saying it, but you will not be able to do it. Lift up your hands and say, in 2017, I declare my mind to be equal to what I say. I declare my sayings to be agreeing with my mind to bring what I say and what I think to come to pass in Jesus name give him some praise what you do determines your level of exploits what you do determines your level of exploits very soon in the next 50 years, it's possible that most of us here will not be alive. Are you aware? You see, you don't want me to say, but I have to tell you. It's a reality of life. If you are 30 years or approaching 30, in the next 50 years, you'll be 80. If you are in your 20s, in the next 50 years, you'll be 70. If you are 15, in the next 50 years, you'll be 65. And the life expectancy in Ghana is 56 years. Are you aware? Everybody say, Lord, have mercy. Which means that if we calculate all the years of people who die and we do the average, the typical Ghanaian lives up to 56. US 77, Japan 80 something. Put your hand and say, Lord, I refuse to die before my time until I have accomplished my purpose on planet Earth to your glory. Lift up, put your hands and say, I refuse to enter heaven without a crown in Jesus name I believe you need to give another praise another thanksgiving unto God what you do determines your level of exploits and let me talk to every young man and woman here this is the best time of your life this is the best time of our lives we cannot afford to say we cannot make it we cannot afford to say it's not possible because I realize that the older you get, the wiser you become, but your strength reduces. The younger you are, the more strength you have, but you need wisdom. But you don't have a problem. You just have to contact the elderly people. They will show you what to do. I don't know if you understand what I'm preaching. So when you are young, you just have to relate to somebody and he will show you what to do. The difficulty about the older people is that they are wise. They know what to do, but the energy to do it is not there. And those of you who are in the house with your mothers, it takes them about three minutes to get up, isn't it? They say they are waste, isn't it? Yeah. When they started life, it wasn't like that. 
They used to wake up and move around. But all of a sudden, some of them say their leg. And then at times you get angry and say, oh, why can't you get up? But you are growing. What you do determines your level of expertise. <laughs> Yet can't say number. Say, oh, can't okay, okay. Nemo, ye can't someone. Ye found your day. Ye found count. You will be being at Nikasem. What you do determines your level of exploits. When they meet at a place, they determine what you are bringing before they add you as a decision maker. So you can be a believer, but you be irrelevant. And I've seen it in my student life. You see believers, nobody respects them. They don't know anything. They read their Bible. Okay, but you can't use them for anything apart from Bible. Bible is good. But the reason why we read the Bible is to transform us to affect the world because the Bible says that we are the salt of the world and the light of the world. So write this in capital letters. All exploits begin from the mind. All exploits. Every great thing you want to do starts from your mind. If your mind says you cannot do it, no matter how you try, you can never do it. For example, there are some ladies who when they were growing, their mothers used to insult them, your head like coconut, your ears like rabbit. Even as they have grown, they have still not recovered from that. So even up to now, they still don't believe that they are beautiful because their mind tells them so. I see men who say, oh, life is hard. This time, these days, no matter how you try, things doesn't work. Who told you? Things are working. Taxi drivers are working. Masons are working. So how do you say it doesn't work? It is your mind that is telling you that things are not working. Because your mind tells you so. But when you change it to realize that I don't need to put money in an envelope to give to a personal manager to employ me. The spirit that tells people that you need to pay money will leave you. And then when you get there, you'll be taken. But the person who has believed that he must give will always be given, but he won't get. It's your mind. And let me say this example. Look at what people say. I am too young to make an impact. That's your mind. David fought Goliath when he was 17 years. Joseph had the dream when he was 17 years. Mary gave birth to Jesus below 18 years. I'm not saying we're committing a pregnancy. I'm just telling you, you see, those days, the women were not being educated. The reason why it takes time to marry now is that women now, that is why even the Bible, I don't want to go there, it says, suffer not a woman to teach in the church. It's because at that time in the Jewish religion, it was only the men who were being educated. Are you understanding that? But it said, in the last days, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. But that's not the message I'm teaching now. But what I want you to realize is that you must realize that especially those of us at this age, if you look at your mother's age, the time he gave birth to you, you realize that he might have given birth to you between 22 and 19. If you like, go and do the mass. The reason why they did that because at that time to finish form 4 was a very high form 4 like, was like A level. I saw my father's notes in form 4 and I was surprised what they were learning at that time. 
Form four, you may be about 16 or 17 years. And there's a man who are, who's waiting. Once you finish, the man comes to your house to tell your parents that he wants to marry you. After that, what do you want to do? But today, after DHS, you have to go to what? SHS. After SHS, you have to go to what? Even from years, you have to go your master's. A master's, you want to do what? Your PhD. We have all the education, but still, we have problems because our minds are not working in a certain way. I'm too young to make an impact. That's negative. A person whose mind is making working. But look at what the other person is saying. Being young gives me strength and opportunity and time to make greater impact. Listen to me. I'm talking about two people who are speaking. One person says that I am too young to make an impact. His mind is talking, telling him. The other person is saying that being young gives me the opportunity and the strength and the time to make a greater impact than those who have gone before me. The mind. And I keep on talking all the time in Africa. Even when you are 24, they say you are young. The thing is that it's a cultural issue. You are 40 years, you go to a family meeting and they say you are young. Sit here, the elders are meeting. And those who are meeting are from 70 years above who may die tomorrow. So up to now, you, you go to your hometown and ask what should be done. You won't know what to be done because every time those who meet are about to die. How many are blessed this morning? How many believe that God is touching something about your life? You see, so when they take the decision and die, you need to go and look for another elderly person. So, and the worst is even the women. They say, oh, you're a woman, get up. But it is the woman who gave birth to you. Indeed, the reality is that, like what Jagri said, if you dedicate a woman, you educate a nation. You are made up of what your mother is. Because you say, so I just don't understand what so he's a woman, let him get out. But women have more information than us. So the things they are discussing inside, the women are discussing it outside. They have their own network. So we say, you are too young. And I'm, church, I'm talking to people say we are young. And I'm excited about that. Honestly, I don't want you to grow. I want you to grow in mind. I want you to grow in thinking. I want you to grow, but I don't want you. And I tell, please, those of you who are in your 50s, don't try to be too old. There's so much to achieve. Can I have an amen? There's so much to do. Dress well. Do your hairstyles. Because culture can kill you. The type of things you wear. And by the time you realize you are behaving like someone who is about to leave the earth. But I believe strongly that age is in the mind. That is why teachers don't grow. And let me show you the reason. Because they are always speaking with young people. So you can be 55, but you can be agile and strong and work like you are 35. Because of the way your mind works. Lift up your hands and say, I refuse for people to determine what I think or what I do because of my age. By my thinking, I rise up to do things beyond what people think. Irrespective of my age. Because I have the mind of Christ. Give the Lord some praise. Your clapping is not strong enough. I'm breaking something in your mind. Hallelujah. Look at the next thing somebody saying. It won't work. Let's see what happens. 
Two people in a house. Somebody say it won't work. Uh, let's see whether it will work. Immediately you do that, you have programmed your mind to fail because you says it won't work. But look at what the other one is saying. It will work. I can see some results. When God looks at you, he doesn't look at your face. Ever look at me. God doesn't see you by your face. Because everybody is beautiful. So beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. We are human beings. But God doesn't see me by my faith. My face. He sees me by my faith. In Luke 5.20, he says, when he saw their faith. So God doesn't see you by your face or by your crying. He sees you by what you say and think he can do. That's what he sees. That is why every parent wants to do something for a child who believes in here or her. No matter how poor your mother is, once you believe that she can take you to school, she will take you to school. She will borrow and take you to school because it does something to them. I have seen mothers sell their cloth to take care of their children. Not because they are not in need, but what you are doing challenges them. So God doesn't see how your face looks like or how perplexed you are. He sees what you think he can do. And so church, let me explain why one person can come to church in six months and have a breakthrough and somebody can be with me for six years and get nothing. And it is, this is the simple reason. Because the person who came does not look at anything but he believes that what I'm saying and the word I'm preaching can work in his life. That is why in the Bible we see some characters God is using we get so amazed. God is too big to be ignored. God is so powerful to be ignored. God is too positive to be made negative. And so the Bible says, he told Moses, he says, I'm sending you. And he said, well, you know, I've committed murder and a treason. I cannot go to Egypt because Pharaoh wants to kill me. He came to him again and said, well, even if I go, you know I'm a stammerer. If you read the Bible, it says, and God became angry. Let me tell somebody here. Anything in your heart to do, I promise you, you can do it before you die. But you are going to meet certain things and some things that will tell you you are not able to do. I came to challenge you this month of faith. That many of you got to rise up. Anything from your childhood that you want to do, you can be. And let me show you how it works. Once in a while, it comes back and goes. If you see it's the same thing coming back to you on and off, it's a reminder that this is what you are supposed to be. Lift up your hands with me. Say, Father, I open my mind to receive what heavens has recorded about me. Any years that I have lost by the word this morning, I claim it back. I claim it back. I claim it back. I claim it back. Irrespective of my failures. Irrespective of my doubts. By faith. I claim it back. In the name of Jesus Christ.
Number three, this is what the same person is saying. Everything shows that I'm a failure. Have you heard people say that? Everything shows that I'm a failure. Anything I try doesn't work. Once you say that, every Christian has an angel. His work is to help you to achieve your stay on this earth. The things you say makes them go back. So, he's in white. So, this is my angel. He's supposed to help me because heaven has sent him. That during the prayer and fasting for 21 days, I kept coming here every evening to pray. So, they recorded it. So, in the month of February, they sent him and said, having looked at what he has said, be sharpen your soul. Let your feet be swift and help him. This man came to me and I said, I don't know what is happening to me, but it appears to me everything about me is failure. He is not an agent of failure. Immediately you introduce demons. Demons are fallen angels. They do the opposite of what God wants to do in your life. Can you wave with me if you understand what I'm preaching? Because I'm teaching you to understand what happens to you all the time. Most of the things that happen to you, most of them are created by yourself. Especially what you say. Satan does not know what is in your mind until you say it and he uses it. So, so long as it's in your mind, he's okay. But when you speak and say, it appears that everything I do is a failure. He picks it and says, oh, then help him to be a failure. So this man pays his tithes. He comes to prayer. He's a prayer warrior. But his own words is preventing his prayer to work for him. Because God says, when you pray, say. It means that there is power in what you say. So he's praying, but he has said certain things about himself and it's working against him. Can I say something? Do you realize that most people who academically don't do well in school, usually after school they don't go to school but what they choose to do they do well because the teacher has made him realize that he can never do well academically so they change their mind to a place where they can do well then you see the person who was first in class after 10 years he looks at this same guy because the guy realized that they have told me that here i can't do well so he changes it I'm here to tell that I say change your mind. I say change your mind. Change your mind. Everything shows that I'm a failure. But when this same person says this, I have failed many times, but I have enough experience to make me succeed. I have failed many times, but I have enough experiences to make me what? So immediately, the angel said that I'm here. Because you want to do what? Give the Lord some praise. <laughs> failure is not a person. Failure is an event. When you fail, you are not a failure. It was an event in your life that failed. But you are not a failure. And let me tell you one thing. It's not Satan's work to remind you of your success. Satan's agenda is to remind you of your failure and your guilt. That is his work. So the Bible calls him the accuser of the brethren. Anytime he comes to you, 
he tells you what you couldn't do and why you are in that situation and why God has failed you. And he tells that if God is with you, why are you going to this problem? Are you sure God is with you? That is his work. So the Bible said that the other time, Job was the richest man in the east and the east has the highest population because Indian is 1.2 billion. China is 1.4 billion. Now 1.2 plus 1.4 is 2.6. If you take Indonesia, all those in Scandinavia countries, you have about 4 billion people there. So when they say that Job was the richest in the east, it means that the guy was fully loaded. But the Bible says that Satan saw that there was a hedge around him and said, it's because you have made Job like this. That is why he's serving you. Many of you, I see Satan gossiping about you. But it shall not work because of the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Jesus has died for us and is interceding for us. The Bible said, he said, anytime I go to him, there's an headache. He said, if you allow me to break it, I will come in. He went in, attacked Job, attacked his body, gave me sore around him. And the Bible said, that Satan entered into his wife. His wife was a good woman. Who told you? A woman who began with you in life to succeed. He's not a bad woman. But Satan entered into him and said, tell him that he should do what? Curse God and do what? And die. Do you know why? Because the shame was too much. And I tell every husband, your wife is a reflection of your home. If you are poor, he goes to market, you wear very old cloth. People to ask, what is wrong? He say, my husband, no. you know he has lost his job. Without his saying it. But when they, they pay you all your allowance, you will change the cloth. And then you go to market and put on perfume. And he will take chatter. Whilst he's shopping, the taxi will be waiting. They say, hey, go for my dance. Hey, say you turn the allowance. So, Job's wife used to go to the same market first with cars and chariots. But this time, when the woman comes, he says, please, can you borrow me some onions? And uh, we are trusting the Lord that somebody used to owe my husband five years ago. He called yesterday that he will pay. The first time, they will agree with you because they know your husband's problem is big. But after some time, they will say, Madam, we are not philanthropists. And we are not pastors. It's pastors who give things without collecting anything back. Look, next time when you are coming, Bring your money. So Joe's wife goes home very angry and says, You know something? Curse God and die. But the wife there, he didn't want to die. Job was his problem. Maybe another man had proposed. Said, But you cry. Why? Curse God and die. But I thank God for what Job said. He said, For I know that my Redeemer liveth. I know that my Redeemer liveth. Oh, he beat me. I will rise up again. He said, I know that my redeemer liveth. He said, for the Lord God who gave me wealth has brought this thing on me. Ah, I will accept it. But there's one thing I know. That my redeemer liveth. One of the things you've got to be very careful is people who seems to be your friends. But kill your dreams. Let me tell you one thing. The most dangerous people of all dream killers are the closest people to you. They want you to be like them. So long as you are moving a step ahead, you hear what they will say about you. They can't accept it. 
they wish all of you rise together, but it doesn't work like that. We were born on different days and our seasons and our times are different. I came to prophesy to somebody that your time is up. Your season has come. It is time for you to rise up irrespective of what they are saying about you. They want all of you to be the same. We have been with you for some time, but all of a sudden, it appears that things are changing for you. We can't accept it. I want to read Philippians chapter 2 from verse 5. Let strength be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Jesus said, if you believe in me, you shall do the things I did, and greater work shall you do. So the Bible says, if you want to do the thing Jesus did, then you must have his mind. When I was in the secondary school, we had a classmate called Peter Edu. They used to mark his work, and used to make work to mark ours. And the guy wasn't doing anything, he's always learning. Then I went to sixth form with him. When he went to Legon, he did accounting and topped all of them at the third year. He came out as the best in Legon. I'm telling you about somebody who hasn't done business at all. So with physics chemistry mathematics, he entered Legon to go and do admin and I was there at the graduation. He came with first class honors still above all of them. I said, a person like that, what should we do to him? The reality is that his mind is too close to the lecturer to allow him to become a student. And therefore, the Bible says, let this man be in you, which was also, also, also in Christ Jesus. So go and read the Bible and ask yourself, what did Jesus do? He said, what I see my father do, I do. If Jesus says, I can cast out devils, I will cast out devils. Like one great man said that almost all great things start from a ridiculous beginning. Anything big, it doesn't start like it's going to be big. Jesus was a son of God in his glory, but he came in a manger. But because of the mind that he had, by the time Jesus resurrected, there was no name in heaven or in earth under him because of the mind. And the Bible said, have the mind of Christ. And watch it always in your families. Anytime you go into the family, you see everybody thinking in a certain way, but there's one of them who changes the course. Hello. In every family, even for the same mother's children, and at times it brings envy. The same food, the same advice, the same everything, but you see one person among them, and he just, unless that person looks at the situation and changes it, he will be like all of them and die the same way. That's why children of the same mother don't have the same destiny. Even though they eat the same food and get the same advice. But it is the way their minds work. Put your hands on your head. Say, Father, I realize that my greatest challenge is not in the world. But it's in the transformation of my mind. From today, I declare that my mind sees things the way you see things. Believe things the way you say it. Works the way you work. Trust the way you want me to trust. That is the only way I can make a difference in my life. In Jesus' name, give him some praise.
believe you've been blessed by this life-changing message by Apostle Emmanuel Apianin. You're welcome to join us in any of our powerful services. Word Life Church is located in Ashaman Middle East, few meters across the Barclays Bank Junction. For more information, please contact us on 031-229-7901 or 031-229-7902 and 0245-228924. Or you can also log on to our website on www.wordlifechurchgh.com. God richly bless you.